10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? Yeah, I got nothing for you today, everybody. Welcome to Are We Friends? I am your co-host, Taylor. I am your co-co-host, Brian. And I'm Jorge. And this is the show where three boys who've known each other for 10 years go through their interests one at a time in an incredibly straight-mannered fashion to see if they are actually still friends anymore or if it's just inertia. This week, we are being brought a topic by Jorge. What are we talking about today, Jorge? We're talking about pets. Is this another shit, shit, eat, shit I mean, episode? It feels point, like an eat, shit episode. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not going to lie. should tell you everything you need to know. We, Look, okay. It we took a, me 111 <laughs> fucking episodes to Whatever. not be able to come up with something. We were in a rush, so he made us start like right away, and then like we're staring at him he not saying anything. He's like, he, didn't, he didn't come up with anything. He's not fucking no. nothing. Oh, my God. No, no, there is a limit, you know? What do they say? Like, talent isn't like a bucket, it's a fire. Like, no, it's a bucket, and this one's out. Are like, gonna, just tap it on the side. There's nothing we, in there. Are there going to be no creative interests anymore? Are you, is this now it, or do you yeah, just need a break? Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. My, my interests are now route memorization and dictionary reading. Like, that's it. That's all I've got for you. And if you've watched our other hit show, Outlaws and Old Ones, you know, not to look at me. I, ain't, I, I was going to say, you got <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to carry the torch, Brian. Dude, half the time it's me just going, hello, and then going, dear God, remember the words, remember the <laughs> words. <laughs> like, I'm always like in the wings and then a spotlight turns on. Yeah, on you're me, and I'm like, oh, oh no. You, you get surprised. I'm the one who has the nightmare that I, for, I didn't read any of the lines for three months. And they're like, it's opening night tonight. And I'm like, I'm so fucked. That's yeah, me. I told you guys I have that nightmare too. Like, yeah, yeah like it was <laughs> just, I have to go perform things that I performed, but only remembering <laughs> them as I do now. And like, yeah, I don't know what the first line oh, is. God. And it's just like the nightmare always ends. Like, if you can just remember the first line, you'll be fine. <laughs> and then nothing happens. And you silence. just like... <laughs> Yeah, and then you die, and you wake up, like, much to your own disappointment. It would be really horrible if the whole, you're not really dreaming, you're just in another dimension situation, like you're in an alternate timeline or different universe part thing, uh-huh. and then you come back. That'd be horrible, because the amount of bad shit that's happening to other Bryans is so upsetting to me. But like, that's, that's other Bryans. Who cares, I know, but I, I got a you're little glimpse in it. them, technically. That's true, but maybe... <laughs> Right. What if I'm the good Jet Li from the one, and I have to kill all the other bad? Did or you that watch one bad that movie? Jet Li? No, all the other Jet Li's are already dead. There, he clearly point, doesn't actually. care. Oh yeah, there's like a million. Yeah, yeah, he He's kills. It's just really him quick. and Evil Jet Li because Evil Jet Li already he... killed every other <laughs> you... Jet Li in existence. They didn't. Do you guys also have that weird anxiety about like uh, whenever you make a decision and you're like it, it caused you some struggle? You're reminded of the alternate self that you've created in this moment, like that yeah. was created in this moment, and then you, you know, think about like, wait, I made a good decision. So right now, my life could have been going great, and then I could have made a terrible. decision decision like i could have just called that man a fat dick and not gotten this job yeah. and now my life's gonna be ruined dude how many times have i ruined my own life <laughs> why have i ruined my own life and i'd st- why 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 do i have the good thing and i'm still thinking about how i've ruined my own life like are you kidding me so i for me <laughs> all of my anxiety comes from making mistakes but like where i could have done better Yes. When I have to make a decision in which I am doing, like, I, I have the time to do research, if you're near me, you can see how annoying it is because I am doing <laughs> massive amounts of research. I am nonstop thinking and talking about this one thing so I can make my final decision. Once I made it, 
I think maybe one time in my life have I ever had to turn back on it. But it was okay. That's, that's not what I'm talking about. I, I, like, like after I've made the decision and I'm happy with the decision that I've made, I immediately begin to obsess over like if I had made the exact opposite decision or some shitty decision, oh, how bad no, my no, life would be. And I'd have to take responsibility yeah. for that. Like if I did just, I don't know, crashed my car right now into that pedestrian, like sure. that would ruin See, I, my entire life. That's just I call of the void saying. for me. That's just my, that's just during the decision while I'm driving on the yeah, highway. It's it. like, Hey, what if you just unbuckle your seatbelt and fucking drive that shit into the, the 405 like you're good and sometimes like, yeah. it's so visceral that i literally have like a shiver at the thought yeah, of it just the take the ramp up to 66 as fast as you can yeah different like, thing yeah totally that's what you're talking about brian the void uh, absolutely that's the call okay, of what void. you're yeah. saying i'm saying that once i've made that decision after all that research it does not matter mm-hmm. i'm happy because i know that there is the, the oh well no fucking it'll could... do for you like, that's great i'm sorry i'm, I'm so happy you, you're happy with you your decisions asked me you asked me. i you asked me yeah so I'm no you don't do the same thing i do no would suffice <laughs> there's no way i would have made the other decision i already yeah. exhausted every possible way that i would have ended up making that other decision i didn't make it so it's already it's out of my hands yeah so speaking of decisions jorge you've just decided to get a cat and that's what we're talking about today right we're talking about pets <laughs> and why are we talking about the topic is now okay so tell us about the cat um see i'm not, I'm not like a, uh, <laughs> i think one of the most annoying things is when somebody will not stop talking to you about their child or pet okay sure so there's no there's no innate want for me to, to speak about her right now good choice on topic buddy <laughs> really i will talk idea. about well, she's a no. She's a rescue. She's a cat. You know what a cat? Oh, is. Oh, like it's, yeah. It's a cat that lives in my home now. She is. What kind of cat? I don't. It's a house cat. It's a black. She, she's a black, she's cat. A black she's cat. cat. Is she a pretty cat? Does she have green eyes? I don't know what eyes color her eyes are. They are okay. very pretty. I'm sure, they're not her green. Pup, her pupils dilate like yes. the entire way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when they go adorable. like activate bullshit mode or like I'm gonna be cute and cuddly. Those are the only things that fully dated dilated cat eyes it's, mean. It's Jorge. So her her pupils dilate too hard and then they break the iris and become full black <laughs> as she starts chanting in Latin backwards. Yeah. Like what are those? What are those like big eye paintings? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah those yeah, ones yeah. like it just slowly like all oh, their pu- <laughs> like I can see them dilating in real time and then dilating like larger than the eye itself mm-hmm. and like the cuteness literally hurts. For every percent of cute you are is another hundred pounds on my chest as you purr on it. She, Yeah, she's a big purr, big chest yes. sitter. But what my point in this topic was I've actually been doing a bunch of cat research. Uh-huh. I know that, Taylor, you've been doing a bunch of dog training research. Yep. Uh, so I wanted to talk about pets in general. How do you feel about them? Which ones do you like? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about like different training methods, things like that? And yeah. spreading as much... Like of the basic information that you can for people who might already have a dog or a cat and have not taken the time to read a book about it. Like I mean, <laughs> I think the only thing you got to know really about pets in general is that whatever you want to do is fine so long as you love it and fuck birds. Like birds suck. That's why would you, it. That's why, would you, why would you fuck birds help? Yeah, wait a minute. I mean, in either way that you take that, it's better for whoever, you know? <laughs> Not for the birds. There's no way it's good for... Honestly, I don't know. I doubt it'd be an ostrich is into it. I do- <laughs> that guy I, fucking ostrich? Oh, allegedly. <laughs> you're, See, you're I don't... Reference. I've wondered about if it if it is ever good for the animal. I'm pretty sure no. No. I'm pretty sure that is not... A, I think no. That's no. one of those laws I think we can Stop. keep. You know? It's been a crime oh, yeah. 
forever. Like the Bible is like, don't do this. Like, okay. yeah, but so are the only the only exception are the tantrics, right? Because the ancient tantrics believed <laughs> in five kinds of sex: oral, anal, vaginal, manual, and bestial. Oh, um, and so like our buddy no. Devin, who is, is that on just doggy the style. Nope. I wish. Uh, we he was telling us about a trip he took to India, um, and he was telling me about this series of mosaics or the series of like bas reliefs that told the the mm-hmm. story of like the development of the tantric philosophy. And the first one is everyone's kind of looking at a horse like, oh, gross. And then a couple of later, like, hey man, you got any of that sweet sweet horse? Like if you open this up in the wrong way enough, you know, things are going to happen here. Like the lament configuration. That's exactly, no. that's what? what I feel like might have happened. If you open the lament configuration, the Hellraiser, the, the Cenobites come out, and then you're into like all sorts of weird cum stuff. You want to know the weirdest oh. fucking thing in the world to me? <laughs> I saw in grad just school. just chains getting ripped apart and tortured forever. <laughs> it's really just... No, I saw the word. I just read the Hellbound Heart. It's mostly just <laughs> ripping and tearing you to pieces forever. Did you did you confirm the part where he jerks off and then lands in his own? Yes, sploosh? yes. That's Does he right say the word sploosh? That's, that's the reason he, he opens the box. That's the way he gets back. That's the way he has the loophole is because he came while the lament configuration was o- or Le Marchand's in the book, but lament configuration was open. He was trying to get rid of the feeling it was creating. So he's like, I'll just come and it'll be done. And it just, he did. It's just, it's even worse. Like, this is horrible. Well, no, he gets to come back. It's a little better. Yeah, he gets well, to I was gonna come say back. <laughs> yeah. Comes back. He doesn't reality. get to come back, but he gets to come no, back. Once you, once you get to come out of the bottle, you can't put it back in. Can't put the toothpaste back Stop. in the tube. <laughs> so i saw the word cenobite for the first time in grad school like not in the context of hellraiser very off-putting it just means someone like (laughs) a devotee and yeah it's like a priest uh, situation yeah Yeah. like what that's why they're called that the word cenobite is a word outside of hellraiser that's where that priests are called cenobites because of hellraiser I mean, yeah, they, I don't know how old hell. the lament they, configuration the is. The order of the gash <laughs> exists in real life, and they're just... <laughs> yeah. They God, really... I'm trying to think of a word. Like, yeah, there's the Jesuits <laughs> I... and the Sexuits. No, I just imagine, I just imagine, like, so they're working on the dictionary, and they're trying to put things together. It's like, some... <laughs> they're getting in the C-section, and it's just, Cenobite. It's just, What's that? And they look over, and it's just Pinhead in his full gear. It is a... Devotee. <laughs> really? That's it? Yes. Uh, uh-huh, sure. <laughs> so, so, what have you been finding out about cat training? Let me tell you. This is going to be primarily coming from a book called Total Cat Mojo. I'm pretty sure is what it's called. Oh, I read a book called The Trainable Cat. So I'm interested to hear what this cat mojo business is. So said. This, this book is written by Jackson Galaxy. Who Stop. Stop it. Is it self-published on Amazon? Because so far it sounds like it. No, dude. He's he's famous for having like 11 seasons of a TV show on Animal Planet. My cat from hell. My cat he's from hell. Famous he's famous for this? He's the cat guy, dude. He's like the guy. Okay. He's like the, the fucking... <laughs> no, he can, have a, he can have like 11 F- seasons of something on Animal Planet. I don't think that makes him famous, cat but that's daddy. neither here nor there. I see what <laughs> <you're laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Paleo dog. And like, looking for for cat trainers, right. he's fa- he's famous in the cat trainer cat adjacent world. You know, <laughs> it's like cat famous. 
Okay. Be like, <laughs> He's cat, cat, cat famous. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this book talks about getting your, your cat to experience full cat mojo is what he calls it. Uh, basically, this guy said about he keeps talking about what he calls the wild cat. And he does actually break down our, our yeah. history with cats versus dogs, which okay. is we dogs we domesticate like hardcore domesticated much much earlier in history so they actually yeah a couple thousand years yeah gotcha we've had cats a long ass time but we've always we've had an we didn't we didn't like domesticate them into the home we had an arrangement (laughs) there was there was a gentleman's agreement it was like you kill you kill all these parasites for us and we won't kill you and we we, we, will give you food and stuff yeah and every, and everybody was was cool with it. It was all good. Everybody got to be themselves, and that was it. And it wasn't <laughs> until more recently when they started uh, actually fully domesticating cats, particularly with the invention of kitty litter, it was a big time when people started welcoming them more into the home because now they have a way to deal with the poopy problem. <laughs> so see, like the cat poop is never what bothers me. It's like cat piss. Like if well, I want a shorthand for what is the most acrid, disgusting smelling thing on God's piss. earth, it's cat piss. Yeah, well, see, the thing is, you you wouldn't have your dog piss and poop all over your house, right? You could, you know, what he'll he'll wait for you to go walk him. A cat yeah. would. Cat needs a place That's, to go. Yeah. A cat is You're like, right. I am going in five, four, three. Like it's much more um, of that situation. By the oh, way, we've gonna, seen it before. You're hear like, me say Jackson Galaxy a lot of times because it's. That's the author, and it sounds weird when I say either Jackson or Galaxy. So, so as Jackson me, was saying, I was going to say, if you go what Galaxy, <laughs> Mr. Said, Galaxy, yeah, I'm going to yeah. fucking freak out. Galaxy 2019. So Jackson Galaxy says we shouldn't even call them domesticated. Really, they are still pretty close to their feline ancestors. They're like pretty. I've heard this. Pretty close, both like genetically and attitude towards you know the big mm-hmm. cats. There's like two two subsections of like. I don't, I don't, I'm not a scientist. I don't know what the names I, are. Uh, I've but, met a designer cat, um, like the, the cats that were selectively bred over several generations oh. to like be weird. Um, and like Emily babe cat sit one of them. And it was like, yeah, okay. This cat's going to roll on its back and present its belly to you. I promise you, this is the only time it's not a trap. It's like what this cat was bred <laughs> for. And it's weird. Cause it like, it's meow sounds wrong. And it's right. like super attention needy and like, God, we took the cat out of cats. Mm-hmm. Like we have done it in a few instances. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, that's, that's what it would take is a lot of like genetically engineering them to, to get to the right spot. Uh, the two, the two cat subgroups, by the way, are all like the big cats and then the smaller ones, but including some of the wild ones like ocelots. Example. Yeah, okay. like what? It, like the closest thing to Felis catus, which is like genus species of cat, right? Uh, is like the African wild cat, which just look like cats that are like one third <laughs> bigger. They, they right. just look like tabbies, kind of, but one third bigger and wild. <laughs> like the, it's very weird how exactly versus the wolf and the chihuahua. You know, you really have to know these things were once the same thing mm-hmm. to kind of get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> for that for that reason, with dogs they actually do carry some human characteristics with them so some of the things that we say they about have how human feeling, dna in them well you know oh sorry you know you know <laughs> you know uh, you know we talked about that already <laughs> oh, talk about uh, evolving oh, together no. right doing all sorts Didn't of things talk. together bow wow <laughs> oh woof uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm not to say, I was like, going to say, can that we just sandbag that shit so it doesn't get any further? Uh, 
But there's certain things about when we say like, oh, you know, that dog is happy. There's certain things we can intuit about their behavior. Yeah. Because we've grown up together, basically, as, as species. The si- we, can un- we actually do get the signals that they are giving off. We're not just yeah. intuitive. We're not assuming them. We yeah. are actually getting extent. them. Yeah, to an extent, of course. To an extent. I did just find out there's things like uh, when people think that their dogs look guilty for doing something wrong, that's not true. No, sure. Yeah, they've done they've done an they experiment no where they specifically like separated out everything. So it's like, does this? Can you actually tell if your dog is guilty if it's, you don't no. know? Yeah, uh, yeah, no, absolutely not. But okay. there's a lot of other things like happy and like the, when they're wagging their tail and you know all that that stuff. Yeah, is, like, pretty normal. The wildest thing in the world is primates can't understand it, but dogs can. When we point to something, yeah, only the only fucking animal I think crows maybe, but like they understand <laughs> like perspective wise what we're indicating toward I, I and like fucking gorillas yeah. don't get that I, I can't stress enough I'm pretty sure crows are just people's souls lost like, <laughs> on their way to the underworld and they just transferred real quick they took a they took the L train they switched buses or they switched trains or whatever and they just happened to be in a crow and they're like oh I gotta deal with this now okay fine they're just, the only non-mammalian species that we know of that have demonstrated an idea of justice yeah like when you see a bunch of crows yes. like flocking together, um, like in a conical shape in the sky, what behaviorally is happening is some crow has committed some offense and they're like judging it. And whenever you see those conical things, one crow at the end might drop out of the sky and you understand oh. what like what judgment yeah. was passed on go. that crow. <laughs> yeah. Crows are people. Like, I, it was people one of those crows. things like There's I had no to, difference. I didn't believe it. My cousin told me about it. Like, that's bullshit. Yeah. And I, I had to look it up. Like, nope, crows. Crows have a rudimentary understanding of justice. It's like, did you do bad? Do you deserve to die? But, you know, that's it. Oh, dude, I definitely am bringing crow people into... uh, (laughs) The crow council has spoken! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so with cats, they actually do a bunch of stuff where we think it's something and it's not that. It's something different. Mm -hmm. We just, we generally, we can't understand what they're up to without reading about like really what their actual natural behavior is and what they're looking for um so there's there's things like the the love bites for example those are actually like signs of affection which it's well, my cat they, must love me they can do them with other cats because they have fur so they don't end up like fucking up yes. their skin but with us you have to train them that hands and stuff are not toys um <laughs> But there's a lot of their behavior comes down to if they're having behavior problems, it's because you're not like meeting their natural needs, which is really oh. completely all based around hunting and killing prey. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, we, Jackson, uh, Jackson Galaxy calls it the hunt, catch, kill, eat. Like you need to fulfill that. Is that a new serial that? killer I have to watch two white girls talk <laughs> about on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> If you do that and you give them, like, all the proper, like, home stuff that mm-hmm. they care about, like, being able to be higher up so they can survey their area without having to be worried, then they'll be happy generally. Like, or if you might need to get them back up to that place if they're already in a bad place, but... They you know, could be content around with... That. And yeah. Yeah. A lot of it is from being stuck in the middle of the food chain, so they are both predators and prey. So it's, like, where most of their actions boil down to. I haven't heard huh. it described that way, predator and prey. That makes a lot of sense because uh, I'm thinking about Oscar, our cat, um, and Oscar. Like, yeah, he he fucks around with the dog in a way that it's very funny because Tugboat, our dog, is so good with other dogs. Like, really understands the the things that other dogs are putting out. Like, is very respectful when she plays. Like, yeah, we'll go rough, and then they'll huh, 
we good? Okay. And then play about like, I'm sorry. I went too rough. Like very good about that. And it's funny how Oscar being a cat does not deliver any recognizable message to Tugboat. So like Tugboat's like, we're having a great time. And the cat's like, my claws are in your mouth right now. Like holding <laughs> on to your mom. Yeah, like- <laughs> what about this is a good sound to you. And then he'll scurry up and like get on his cat tree. And then the dog will be sad. Like, oh, we can't play. And the cat, you know, clearly has like an air about it. Like, Fuck you. You, you're dead. You're dead. You're killing you. I'm going to find a way. I'm going to kill you and your mom. I'm going to kill your dad. You know? I will say that the uh, the book that I read by Jackson Galaxy by Jackson Galaxy has a section on introducing dogs to cats and how to get them to play properly. And he goes through like very explicit details on how to slowly build up to a type of play that is, you know, acceptable for both of them. So right now it's just Oscar leaves the situation because he he has recourse to like let's not he can leave whenever he wants because he does do it whenever he wants Mm -hmm. to but as we have a baby gate the entire upstairs belongs to oscar he's got a cat tree downstairs there are plenty of surfaces for him to like so quickly jump to but when he's like in the mix of it you can tell you're just starting shit and i love it one of my favorite (laughs) things that he does is he'll get right behind the baby gate on the stairs and just Meow. <laughs> meow. <laughs> meow. And the dog will like run around like, oh my God, I want to fuck up this cat right now. And then she'll like try to get her head through. Like, like it's hilarious. Like inches away from the cat's face, you know, but she can't get her head through yeah. the bars. And he's just, meow. Just, hey, I heard there are some bitches down here. <laughs> just, and the second hey. the like tugboat barks or something, it just, <laughs> it's just like, it's just Get some square in the mall. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah it's funny. What's going on there? They also yeah. they have like like hundreds of noises they can make. Cats. Do. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So it's it's impossible to know like what exactly their meows mean at any given time. Dude, the uh, the documentary <laughs> Lion in Your Living Room talked about this one catologist, feelingologist. <laughs> uh, not uh, roar. They usually call them be no. cat behaviorists. <laughs> Thank you. God, that rolls off the tongue way better. Cat behaviorist who she was thinking about, like, God, um, that purr that he does in the morning just sounds awful. And he only ever does it before he gets fed. She recorded it and she's the one who discovered, like, oh, wait, they have the ability to purr at the same exact pitch or like timbre as human babies. So, like, we cannot ignore oh. it as a species. She's the one who figured that out God, damn, because her cat cool. annoyed her to get fed in the morning. <laughs> Fucking it's just annoying. like what the fuck, cats? You know, uh, like with most, uh, you know, behavior like operant conditioning, the thing to do with cats that annoy you in the morning is still just to ignore them until like <laughs> yeah. you do need to set up a yep. time that is like. Sorry, if Their you have a cat, time. you don't get to be like, oh, and these days I'm gonna wake up late. No, yeah. like, you're gonna have to figure out what your minimum time is, and that's like that's the time you wake up now because you have to <laughs> feed that cat. Because you can train yeah. it to be like after a certain point, At but that not just time, like one yeah. day a week, it knows not. To, it does not have any. Idea. <laughs> no, no, it's it's an all or nothing thing, and we and I know that. But like lately, Oscar has so we had it pretty set. Like hey, like eight thirty in the morning, that's breakfast time. We we've been doing this for months, buddy. Like like that's the time I wake up. I always get up first. I'm going to feed the cat usually, and it's going to be fine. And just Wait, recently, <laughs> it'll be like five o'clock in the morning, and he'll just be. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. stomping around on top of us. Like, I don't, are you trying to sleep? Or are you trying to be annoying? And then he'll see us wake up like, well, you're already awake. Well, now that you're up. I yeah. Mean, might as well be breakfast time. It's already awake time. And I know those two things are the same oh, thing first thing God. in the morning. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. So it's like, it's very, it's been for the last week at least, it's been like, all right, time to chuck the cat out at 545 <laughs> so I can get another two hours of snoozing. Jesus. You know? Well, apparently, even doing that, like you have, like, I know, I'm still yeah. like giving the attention to the behavior. Yeah. They say like it, it's apparently like a few weeks of absolute hell because uh, you just have to let them do whatever to you and you yeah. just have to sit there and like, but you have to no sell the up. cat yeah you have to no sell the cat no matter what they do you're just sitting there going cool i nothing's happening to me right now i, I can't it was do a that. i can't do that i cannot do that. <laughs> the phrase i will sell <laughs> i will phrase, sell for a cat i will be like oh wow okay cool what do you want like <laughs> the phrase that we heard from our dog trainer is uh pavlov is always working um mm. like anything that you do is providing a stimulus Mm -hmm. or a reaction to something like you are no matter what you think you're doing you are positively or negatively rewarding something there is no neutral action uh, especially with dogs who are so receptive to what you specifically are doing um so it's just like the example they gave was people who try to punish dogs for messing in the house like the reason it doesn't work is usually you know, like, okay, then it ends up being the situation where you take them out, you take them out, you take them out, they don't go, and then the second that you're in the house, they run off to the corner and pee. Like, no, what you've actually conditioned them to do is to be terrified of peeing in front of you. So they right. have to wait till they can get out of your eyesight, which they can't do at the end of a leash, to go pee. And you did that. <laughs> and, like, un, you know, you didn't intend to, but that's that's clearly what they've been conditioned mm-hmm. to. Yeah, coming um, from psychology, the uh, positive re- so there's when people say negative reinforcement, they often mean punishment. Negative reinforcement is actually like taking away through taking something away. Mm-hmm. Punishment is like actively doing something bad to them in order to get them yeah. to understand that that action is no longer uh, like one that is allowed to be done. But with punishment, they've they've brought, they boiled it down to the the only way it works at all is if you do it every single time without exception. You do it like right after the bad behavior happens every time, and you're never ever wrong about when you're doing it. Yep. So if they're about wow. to do something bad and you punish them, then you, you're done. You're fucking it all up. So what? and even then, it still works significantly worse than positive reinforcement. So there's literally just no reason to use punishment okay. as a training technique with any animal or human being ever. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I like I believe that um, there was. It resembled punishment, but it was not like uh, was uh, times where we need to stop the behavior while it's happening. And so you'll like you'll yell and you'll clap like once really loudly, but it's not to scare the dog. It's to get their attention like really quickly and like immediately break their focus from what they're doing and then give them something good to do so you can reward them. But like it looks like punishment because you're yelling and clapping at the dog, but it's not like I'm not trying to scare the dog. It's immediately. No, like eyes on me really quick. Do something like a sit. Okay, cool. You've yeah. stopped that behavior halfway through and you've done something good. And so what you're doing is you're associating the desire or like what would be the reaction of whatever stimulus causes the bad reaction with now I want you to sit when you do that. And the same thing, you got to do it a lot. But that positive reinforcement of like, cool, you sat when you wanted to jump at a stranger. Like, that's what we want. That's <laughs> the association we're trying to make right now. And you got to break I, that action. I should have said never punishment like for the training's sake. Sometimes like yeah. do like clapping or doing something crazy in order to get them to stop doing something that's about to be very harmful for them or somebody else, you know, of course that's that's a different that's a different ball game. Yeah, um, like like I was saying, like it resembles a punishment, but it's not. It really is just like stopping the behavior so you can immediately like introduce something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So m- moving on to to dogs a little more. Uh, one of the things with cats is like 
the same way that we had like it's very recent that it's not just been like a like a under the table handshake with them you know that it's not just an arrangement like you don't they don't benefit from training like for them psychologically as much like the training is to help keep everything harmonious and like a lot of what you do with cats to make them behave well is make sure that they have everything that they need and treat them like a family member yeah make sure that they're not stressed out and they're happy and they have like you wouldn't outlets condition your roommate you wouldn't be like hey buddy let's do this this more you'd just be like do you have everything yeah okay cool yeah like <laughs> right but that's it's because they're still pretty wild you know but dogs on the other hand since they've evolved with us in this specific situation i've been reading from cat people that they actually benefit somewhat from like this tra- like having the structured training lifestyle so i was wondering yeah. if you could talk a little bit more about that taylor yeah absolutely um so like you were saying, we have bred dogs for a much longer time, and we've bred them to do particular things. Um, so the, the the breakdown that I've really liked is actually one that Caesar Milan talks about, <clears throat> about how he approaches any dog. It's like, it's an animal first, it's a breed, uh, it's an animal, it's a dog, it's a breed of dog, and then it's like whatever the name of the dog is. Like, then it's an individual, and that's the order of importance. You need to make sure that the dog as an animal is satisfied, the dog as like a dog, like what a basic dog needs what the breed specific requirements of that dog is like whatever you think it is. And then finally, like what personal quirks that dog has, like those are the order you need to satisfy. And in all of those like dog, as we know it need to please, like they, they need to do things. Um, oftentimes it's doing the things that we bred them to do. Like terriers want to dig, um, scent, scent hounds want to smell sight hounds want to run after a thing. Um, you know, like they different dogs do different things. They want to mm. do different things. So if you can encourage behaviors that are going to be like satisfactory to what the dog naturally wants to do, like that's what training should be. Like when you get a dog to sit and shake and do things like you're somehow like rewarding it for doing something that it wants to be doing, um, yeah. which is like activity. Yeah. It's, I, I, it's interesting because with dogs, you can train them to do tricks and everybody's happy like you don't even need to do the treat after a while you know you just like you get to make them do the, the trick. act they're happy because they please you yeah. and everything with cats yeah. it's not like you can like we've already trained our cat to sit but it is like no Always. we're doing an exchange here like i get a treat now yeah. thank you i show up on time and sober for this little song and dance i expect a fucking paycheck i was paycheck, gonna say all right? it's her going fuck you pay me like there's no there's no the love of the game there's no yeah whatever i can uh, this isn't some indie wrestler going, yeah, sure, I'll just work for the experience. I'll just do that. I don't need $100. They're going, fuck you. You offered me the money. Give it to me. Yeah. yeah. No, they're they're not the, I can respect the, low, that. the low maintenance pet that people make them out to be. <laughs> yeah. They're definitely like, if you want them to be like, good and happy and psychologically well you know like it's there's there's a few steps to it but there is it is kind of it's like pretty cool Mm -hmm. to think about them that way being like oh you you are actually your own thing and you don't just live to serve me like it's you have another roommate that's what you have mutual respect (laughs) yeah it's funny because with dogs like it's not a there's an independent like drive for action but it is incredibly malleable Um, But like if you don't provide a dog the structure about like this is what I want you to do with your energy and your drive, then they get into trouble. And then everyone's upset because the dog is like, what? I'm just doing what dogs do here. You Mm -hmm. didn't tell me what the fuck you wanted me to do with this dog thing. So now I'm doing dog thing, you know, versus like that's why I remember as a kid, my parents were always kind of laissez faire about training dogs. Um, 
But as I've gotten older, like, yeah, but like dogs are happier if they know what you right. want them to do. You are the thing that gives them food. They want to make you happy. So just teach them how to make you yeah. happy. And they're the happiest goddamn thing in the world. Yeah, cats just want you to give them the food. <laughs> and, then, and then they can still be unhappy. And but like, when then you, they're like, yeah. yeah, trust me. Oh, my God. When we got fucking Tugboat, we were surprised. Tugboat turned into a permanent situation. So Oscar was clearly like putting up with this thing like, okay, <laughs> you guys want to keep a goddamn animal in the house? That's fine. All right. <laughs> you know, as long as it's, if that's your flavor of the month, whatever. And then she didn't go away. And then Oscar was like, <laughs> The fuck is this beast <laughs> doing in my house? Like I remember, we we have this office. I'm pointing behind me because I yeah because it's a we, visual, I record in yeah. my guest bedroom, you know. But we have this bed, and this was Oscar's bed. Like Oscar, That's so funny. he moved when we set this one up. He set he moved from our bed that he slept on every day in a sunbeam, not moving for 18 hours plus. And he like, no, I want to go to this room. It's darker and it's also warm and just luxuriated on it. So when we started working in here, like, okay, we can make this work. The bed is Oscar's. Yeah. Tugboat has the floor and there's a couch in here. So like, we'll just make this work. So Oscar, every time the dog would come in like, no, fuck this. I don't want to be in the same room as that beast. Mm-hmm. So Tugboat mm-hmm. would get on the bed. And we, I guess that like Tugboat scent just got a little too strong because like after a week of this, Oscar just pissed on the bed like fuck it if I can't have it <laughs> Wait, nobody yeah, can have it, it <laughs> <out>. <laughs> I know so no. thankfully we saved it oh Jesus you know because we had so many layers on the bed that it didn't get to the mattress itself Woo. thank God because again cat piss <laughs> is just like scent wise the xenomorphs acid it will sink into whatever and it's there forever <laughs> so hardwood floors only and get yourself some real cleaner I'm not talking about your nature's bullshit Get the goddamn Dow Chemical strong say, arm get- agent. <laughs> something that has a number and no name in human language. That's your shit for cat piss. And that's actually one of the, the examples of like people oftentimes when cats will suddenly start just shitting and pissing in your house sometimes. Uh, yeah. And people think it's to punish you for something bad that you've done <laughs> uh, pretty often. But what it actually is Aww. is usually that they're having some sort of problem and they don't know how to yeah. ex- like express so themselves. So one of them is some, sometimes they just have some sort of giddy disease and you like sure, almost always sure, sure, sure. take them to the vet when there's a major behavior change. Uh, but oftentimes, like for the, Oscar, it's uh, kidney stones. That's when um, oh, it happened to him mm-hmm. once um, when he starts peeing in the house a lot because he loves to pee in the bathtub and he loves to pee in the litter box. And when he's not peeing in those two places, like then we got a fucking problem. Yeah. And with, with Oscar, it was pretty obvious that, you know, the dog was the, the issue, but like pretty often the there's cats are like scent is huge for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not, it's not stronger even, than dogs. Yeah. And it's, they, they use piss one to mark their scent. They do like the scratching to mark their scent. They have, uh, scent glands, like these glands that produce the pheromones on the top of their head and their cheeks. That's why they rub you that way. Ah, head. It's be it is it is still a good sign, but it's not like because like ooh, this feels nice and I like. No, they're you. like it's, I it's need to, to get mark this. You. Yeah, it's like you belong to me. I don't want another cat coming in here and like. <laughs> it's just prison situation. This is my fish. <laughs> just get the fuck. That's away. what they yeah. do. Like, that's what they do. You tattoo your yeah, name like, on the back <laughs> of your cellmate. Like just, that's what it fucking means. <laughs> yeah, when you get more cats, you literally have to teach them to share territory, or else they yeah. will like freak out all over each other. Because like you, you need to get them to be willing to share like scents in different areas, mm-hmm. and that's but that's also why they end up scratching up your shit over anything else is because it has your scent on it, and they like you, and they want to mix your <laughs> scent. So that's why the solution is not you know like 
scolding them when they do it. It is finding them a healthier outlet and rewarding yeah, get him them something to scratch. That. Yeah, exactly. We have so many fucking things for Oscar to scratch, and we for the couch because the couch is a big thing. Like, stop fucking with the couch. <laughs> so we just made it like unappealing to scratch. There's a special. There's a special like plastic film. That's pretty tough that you can buy. That's like a really uncomfortable thing for them to scratch. Like it's just no longer a pleasant sensation while having a ton of fucking wonderful things to scratch that we want you to scratch all over the place littered with fucking catnip in them. Because, okay, there is one thing about this cat that reminds me of how independent these things are. Oscar is a drug addict. (laughs) Um, Like, sure, he likes his nip as much as every other common variety cat. But the only reason we know that certain... (laughs) plants are psychotropic to cats is because we've had to look them up after Oscar suddenly just started to chow down on them. Like cats are obligate carnivores, meaning they don't need to eat anything else but meat like at all. And then we got a spider plant and then suddenly Oscar's like, Oh yeah, that, Oh, I'm going to fucking eat that. I'm like, what the fuck? Is there a thing like, Oh, it's a psychotropic. It's a psychotropic for cats. Like, are you fucking kidding me right now? We had like some other succulent and Oscar, like it was behind a curtain. So we didn't see it. And then we look, go to water it one day, and it's just ripped up all of its oh leaves. Like, the God. plant is still perfectly there, and it's, like, been harvested. Like, what the fuck? Like, oh, it has, like, an intoxicating effect on cats. Like, <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. You just, like, seek that fucking next thrill Good. out, you little attic. Yeah. They don't have <laughs> Super you know, funny. public service announcements telling them not to. I know. <laughs> they don't have Catholic guilt. I, Catholic guilt Cat, either. Catholic guilt? Thank you. Yeah, no, Stop it's it. super funny that they just, like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That... I mean, it's not going to interrupt my 18 hours of sleeping a day. In mm. fact, it might make it way more enjoyable. No. That, that, I'm going to get fucked up. That does bring me to, to another thing I want to talk about. And then I'll open it up a little bit so that Brian can participate more since he doesn't have a dog or a cat to train. Why? Uh, you know. <laughs> I particularly mentioned that the book that I'm reading like, is by Jackson Galaxy because I'm pretty sure that... like. These things are not universal. Like everything that we read and hear are not like agreed upon by all trainers or no, like, all cat behaviorists. Um, one of the things in particular is he says raw diet for cats is the way to go. A raw diet is when you either you either make it yourself or you buy it like frozen and keep it and you give it to them. And it's like a combination of meat, ground up bone and like blood and organs and stuff. Metal, How have you but... not owned every cat ever? Right? <laughs> yeah. That's there. Uh, well, here's the thing. He says, like, and then, you know, wet food is next best. Okay. And he would rather you use the, he, he specifically said, like, I'd rather you feed them the cheapest, shittiest wet food on the market than give them any dry food for their, wow. for their main, for their meals, not for okay. necessarily. Uh, and, you know, he does all the standard, like, it's their natural diet, mm-hmm. and like for the and the the dry stuff makes the most sense because he's like they don't need carbohydrates, you know, wet food. Sure, 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 sure. Raw food doesn't. Have I it. think, but yeah, yeah. he's kind of undercutting like how much we pay for that dry stuff and how little of anything but meat is in that goddamn dry stuff. Yeah, well, it's it's. I mean, yeah, it's but the dry food is a lot cheaper. Is like no, the not the shit we buy. We buy that like no grain, full meats, and like one or two things like dried meat food. Right. Uh, so my, my point here is not to say which way is the is mm-hmm. the right way or anything. I'm, I'm pointing this out because I'm like, I'm trying to find out what the correct thing is. Is there right? a consensus on... Yeah. yeah. When, yeah. I, no, when, I I re- when I research it, I found that the raw food 
community, like the community people, they're like raw food is the way to go. <laughs> They'll start saying that like you know, like the vets, man, they're oh. not trained nutritionally like correctly. They're only trained by the okay. pet food companies and stuff. And I'm like, I'm saying oh. it this way, but when you're when you're reading it, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Why well, I can't trust a vet? And sure, I should only feed my cat raw food. Where have I heard this before? <laughs> yeah, this is, how you doing? Very anti-vax. Anti-vax right away. It's so easy. It's so easy to get caught up in Slip that Slip in yeah. like a warm bath. Just fucking, oh, and then you're in it right there. As, it's, as soon as they shake your confidence in like the ultimate authorities, it's just like, oh, I don't I don't know what's real anymore. Yeah, because it's I don't. I love that because it's very... Yeah. There's a well, difference between, yeah, it, for humans. It's just like, yeah, pharmaceutical companies, you know, pay to have their products in hospitals and want doctors to prescribe them, even if they don't necessarily think it's the best option, versus literally every piece of medicine is trying to kill you and track you, and Bill Gates is putting a chip in your asshole by putting a vaccine, 5G. Like, by curing smallpox, yeah. which doesn't exist and doesn't work, and you're like, Okay, like there's you gotta, but this one is enough to crack that foundation to let in the measles don't exist, and you're like, it's oh also, fuck! It's <laughs> it's tougher because we, it's not the sit the same situation as like the anti-vaccine situation sure. where it's like all all science <laughs> except for that one guy who did those debunked articles. Yeah, so like you need to vaccinate. <laughs> With this cat shit, it is like. Oh, there's anti-vaxxers for animals too. I don't even want to know about that. It's just just like there's, there are, you know, how much fucking like kitty studies are there really? Apparently, they didn't even study cat behavior for a long ass time because they're just like, oh, they're clearly antisocial. There's nothing interesting to look at there. That's why we don't. Part of the reason we don't know too much about how cats. They've more recently done studies where they study colonies of cats and how they react with each other and see that they are social. But they just like looked at them and were like, nah, nah, not yeah, cats. They're very so for that reason, ascended. it's like I, I now feel like I have to go read ac- the actual cat yes. science articles in order and like look up the researchers in order to know what the actual proper diet for a cat is. And my ultimate point is careful who you're reading and like do deeper research because correct. No, yeah, I feel like I can no, trust Jackson Dawson um, a lot of stuff. I don't know about that diet. Thing. That might be an anti-vax <laughs> yeah. situation. We, I'm trying to think of like, there was something with Caesar that we didn't like for dogs. Um, cause like most points I like that he talks about like, no dogs are animals and you need to fulfill them as animals. Then you need to fulfill them. Like that thing that yeah, chain yeah, yeah. I was talking about, yeah. like, yeah, okay. That sounds really good. Like, yeah, they are not human babies. Don't treat them like that. They need other things like, cool. I really like this message. Like they are social animals. They belong in a pack. Like that's what they are in the wild. So like model how you communicate with dogs based on how they communicate with each other. And that's effective. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. And it like gets results really quickly. So like, cool experience what you're saying is doing. And he goes like, yeah. And you should always get from a breeder. I'm like, okay. Um, Ah, uh, I know Caesar. Like I know you're a dog guy, so like you kind of want to know what you're getting, but like, no. Uh, yeah, well, it's it's a different. <laughs> like, I can't. Yeah. You know, like I don't have a couple thou laid around for a schnauzer. <laughs> yeah. you know? More than more than just that. Like our our cats are rescued, and your dogs are rescued yeah. also, right? Yeah, yeah. So like res- rescues. <laughs> so they specifically. You know, lots of people say to it, the top don't chop. What is that? What is Your it? cat. Yeah, and like I get uh, if you want a dog, like because he he does like bring it back a little bit. Like yeah, like in the perfect world there would be no there would be no rescues, right? And so sure. Um, 
you know, so there's there's an admirability about getting rescues, but like, yeah, you should encourage people who breed dogs responsibly well and raise good dogs to give to good homes. Like, you should encourage that. And like, yeah, like, I, that's a good point and all, but like, I'm not gonna like buy from breeders when there's still rescue there's animals. Like, you're not gonna convince me on this Caesar like, Milan. Like, I'm really you grew up so on a farm weird. in Mexico. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, the dude? You didn't see a designer dog till you were like 22. He's saying the solution to rescues is to let them all die. <laughs> well, <laughs> Just he does wait them out and point, it'll like, be fine. Look, like he goes like, yeah, the cruel reality is of like puppy mills is if we all just stop buying them, there'll be one generation of puppies that all die and we'll never have to deal with this again because there won't be any more money for puppies. No, I, actually, like, I, I, I don't think with, I agree with that it's one. dark. Yeah, I agree right. with that one, too. And I also think like Caesar, I don't think that's quite how this industry is set up. Like, I feel say, like also, there's going to have to be a lot more dogs and like, yeah, for this next two months, nobody buy a dog from Petco and then we'll never have to do this again. Like, I'm telling you right now that's not gonna fix sure, it like sure, sure, sure. i don't know the ins and outs of it but there's no two weeks of not doing anything that is right stopped no no anything I'm, I'm when saying, a lot of money's on the line yeah i'm saying like we need to have like pet raid forces that like bust into yes. puppy mills and save all the puppies and put yes. them into the rescue system or okay not you said put the them several point. times and each time <laughs> I, I heard like yeah the bust in and put all the mothers no put all the puppies no put all the owners no okay put them into <laughs> other <laughs> places put them yeah, into a room where we can put them down and <laughs> yeah, I just I just imagine like yeah the government needs fucking black yep. ops teams going into yes. puppy mills and putting them yes. down one by fucking one with little BB guns for the puppies <laughs> no. and big old elephant guns for the moms I'm just like holy no. shit I'm just thinking about that Why why would you think the of boys where Homelander, Homelander is uh, where Homelander is killing those terrorists and just Homelander at a puppy mill with his laser eyes just, <laughs> just slicing through them. Oh, oh my God. God. Uh, Brian, do you have anything you want to like add to this? I feel like Jorge and I as the pet owners have been talking a lot, man. Like, yeah, do you have like, up, a, like a fish or a, a hamster or something? No, I, I'll, I'll do this little fun little story of we is so... It, my roommate, Devin, has a cat, and briefly, we had a second cat because, uh, as the story goes, one day I was working, I work at really early in the morning, and I <laughs> thought I heard a meow, and or like several <laughs> of them, and I'm like, okay, Devin's cat is quiet, like she's more talkative now, but she was pretty quiet at the beginning. So I'm like, okay, what is going on? But I kind of pay no mind to it. And eventually there's the realization that there is a cat in the house that isn't the <laughs> uh, like isn't the one that's supposed to be here. And so we're like, okay. There's another one. So De- Devin ends up figuring that out and he he learns that the neighbors downstairs are very nice and thought it was our cat outside. It was just a cat outside. Meowing, mm-hmm. just going, meh, hello. And they're like, oh, their cat must have gotten out because they knew we had a cat. Didn't know what it looked like. So they brought it up and we're like, cool, whatever. So that's fine. And then the next day I'm working again and I very clearly hear, meow, meow, <laughs> meow. Like over and over again. I'm like, what is going on? And I walk over and Devin has his bathroom door closed with a note on it that just says, there is a cat inside this. Do not open. <laughs> and basically what happened was she came in and was like, 
oh, you guys are like, we're we're doing this now. Like, you're, you're now my you guys roommates. Guys are open for business, right? <laughs> and so we ended up hanging out with her, and Devin ended up fostering her to get to the point where Jorge and Shannon now have a cat because that is the, the big twist is that that is the cat we found. She got rescued from us, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, I mean, she was a rescue from yes, outside. Exactly. Like, fostered by, but yeah. she strayed into our lives and we're like, oh, okay, we'll just foster you for a little bit. Hey, how are you? Like, so. Yeah, and meanwhile, Shannon and I have always been, we're big pet people, but we avoided it because we're like, you know, for me, animals matter a lot, and you have to be like a hundred percent financially in time, yeah. and like research and everything, like fully ready to accept it. Like their their well being has to be put above like anything else you're doing, yeah. basically. Yeah. So we were always like, no, we're gonna... <laughs> not yet, not yet. You know, we have other things that we need to do right now. Uh, but that was like a, yeah. just like a dream situation where you could, like actually we could like hang out with her for yeah. a bit and everything and like the way we had gotten away from other chances was just by not talking about it. You know, we'd be like, we should consider that one, but let's just, just nope. I don't want to figure <laughs> it out right now because oh, that's how I kept Emily from getting a dog for months. It was just like, <laughs> oh my god, it's so cute, and I would just change the subject of conversation. <laughs> just so the like, thing about the American pickle industry until, has always been just I know. Even? You know, you know what else pit bulls were used for? You speaking of pits, pits. You know what a pit is? Let's watch Parks and Rec again. You know, it's just like scrounging yeah, for connections right. to well, make. Even with uh, this but cat, then, you know, we, like, we got tugboat. Even even this cat, we were like, should we should we think about getting her? That's like, or do we want to not talk about it and hope it just goes away until <laughs> <laughs> we find it? But then Devin brought it up again, and we're like, I gotta, 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 uh, yeah, and then she was as soon as the cat was in the house, she was. It's over she at that done. point. Yeah, she especially it's with done. that cat. No, yeah. I remember the first moment. It was the first moment that I like called tugboat over, and she came right to me and sat down like, oh fuck, yeah. like it's done. Yeah, we're keeping yeah. you. Yeah, you're there. We've got the money. Time to read a fucking book and you know <laughs> sign up for classes and all sorts of shit and you know listen to what everyone's got to say and figure it out she now knows like seven tricks hey, we taught her a bunch more there you go so <laughs> we're teaching her spin right now it's oh, a fun God. one do you think you can teach her to beyblade stop fuck yeah that's what we're working for because she's got touch and spin and sit so all she's got to learn is rip and then she can just <laughs> let, let her rip let it, like, let it fucking rip i'm i'm telling you i watched your dog for a few days or I was there while Shannon there was watching. <laughs> For really, like, uh, I I did all the quality time with her. But um, when Shannon was taking her for a walk, I would be skateboarding alongside, and she fucking she likes skateboards, man. I think you can teach that dog to skate. I think that she can is be a skateboarding like, dog. She's super smart and willing to please and very food motivated. So if you just figure out the right way to get it, like over the course of being taught what the the trick touch was with our dog trainer over Zoom, like I taught her touch, which is just I hold out my hand and she puts her nose on it. Like she was just yeah. like from across the room, like touch. And she comes right over, pops her nose and like treat, please. And you're like, cool. That was super fast. Like this can be used for a whole bunch of things. Yeah, so, I mean, on, on her own, she wanted to, like, get on the skateboard a little bit, and it moved out from under her the first time, and she was still interested in trying to get back on. So, like... That's the mark of a true... I'm going to buy a penny board, board for Tugboat. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, dude. Tugboat's penny board. Oh, my God. She can be Instagram famous. That's my oh, way yeah. out. That's my way out of all of this. Oh, a skateboarding yeah, dog. I'm done. She I'm would done. Be, especially and she's adorable, too. If you can get her to, to 
fucking downhill at like 85 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, get her the, the little goggles and her ears are downhill at like behind her. miles per hour. Longboarders downhill like the top speed is like 87 uh, to 90 some miles an hour. It's Oh, they're fucking crazy. Like, they will die. That's they will die if they fall That is a topic off. for another time, as I have much to say. Another time. Uh, another time. Brian, what pet would you like if you... For for everybody, really. What is your... I, like, what would... If you had your pick of the litter, not a king yeah. litter, but like a... Uh, what, what species of animal would you want, and which ones have you had, and how do you feel about pets in general? Uh, I have... I had a cat when I was young who scratched me. And then I had a dog who, when I first met him, he knocked me over and stole my french fries. Um, <laughs> so anything anything that can either just kill me on that first interaction or something that can't knock me over, I'm fine with. Those are my two things at the moment. Dude, got it. Got you. Burmese pipe. Exactly. It was just either... Okay, squeeze. Story time. Choke you out yeah, first Yeah, perfect. Time. Great. Excellent. That's what I want. <laughs> story time about how I knew that like what being a best friend to somebody meant um, this is Jorge and I in high school Jorge had a, a snake named Leviathan and Jorge was going to Peru for a couple of weeks so he asked me as a friend like would you mind feeding my snake and at <laughs> this point I don't think I had confided in Jorge that I've had a phobia of mice for a very long time so when I get there and like see the little note instructions on the fridge like yeah you take one of them out of the out of the box. You run it under hot water, and you try to get the snake to eat it. Like, oh, surely this won't traumatize. Oh my god, it's mice! Oh my god, it's fucking mice! It's, it's just like I had to like shaking and ew, ah, 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 like hold a mouse, a dead mouse, underwater to thaw it, and then like make it mouse in front of the snake so the snake would be interested enough to eat it. Freak the Ooh. shit out of me, <laughs> but oh I did it. God. You know, however many times a week I needed to for like two weeks. It was one. It's once a week. So, so twice. Twice. I did it twice. <laughs> Two and I sure I did it more than once. You did not go to Peru only once in high school. <laughs> uh, I the I mentioned the Burmese python because that's the uh, the largest snake that people recommend for pets. And yeah. I don't know why they recommend it as a pet because if you you can see videos of it on YouTube, this snake is literally large enough that it starts eating like whole rabbits. Yeah. And the situation that people have with it is like they'll have a giant snake enclosure and like a metal uh, hatch on the ground of the enclosure, and they'll open it up and just like throw the rabbit up there and then close the hatch. <laughs> oh, like the Velociraptor My pit in fucking Jurassic God. Park. Like, oh, this is how we have to feed her now. Just... Holy <laughs> shit! That's tremendous. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, why would you want a pet like that? Also, that would not, that would be a pet that does not kink shame me when it's choking me and I say harder. It's not going to go, it's not going to get weirded out. It's going to be like, absolutely, of course. That's a half. Yeah. No, I mean, if you just want the, the choking out and feeling fine with it, the ball python will do Okay, okay. the ball python can't kill gotcha, you. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It probably won't go harder is the only thing. It, it's like I'm at my limit, buddy. Like I can't look. Up. It will. It will happily crawl over you because it likes the warmth and it knows it can't kill you. Um, but that's probably. It's not. Gonna, I see. It's not, it won't try to constrict. Okay. Well then. Then Except what? But good is it? For <laughs> when the little snakes are babies, they do wrap around your Tremendous. finger and then try to squeeze it. Tremendous. They start out very no. small. You love cute. it. Yeah, so that's, that's yeah. Awesome. I do recommend snakes. Is that snakes are actually a low maintenance pet? You you mm-hmm. get the the 
the beginner set stuff that you need, you know, and do your research because there's some weird things like heat rocks, which they sell everywhere. Yeah. Can burn them. Not good. Yeah. They can burn them real bad. Uh, and then you have to do a, like a once a week feeding, which is, <laughs> I, I didn't want to not yes and Taylor, but it was not all, it was not quite, <laughs> quite that bad. Uh, and that's about it. Yeah. For really, you, like, it wasn't you know, that exactly. bad. Water. And then that's, that's all. That's not that. It's like the way that they talk about cats being. They just are actually are. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. I feel like there's there is a lower threshold for any mammal. You know what I mean? Like you you know you got to do a lot for a mammal. They require feeding pretty goddamn frequently. They shit a lot. You know. That's just sort of like what our clade has going on yeah. here. Right. Totally. Yeah. A few more few more cat tips. If you have a cat, and you're considering maybe taking better care of them. Also, uh, the scooping their litter once a day and changing Helps. it once a week is good for them. They don't like poopy poopy diapers. Really? <laughs> no, that's the only time. That's another thing. Oscar is peed in the house once, and it's like for whatever reason, like the 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 litter box got out of got out of control. Like Oscar, like nope, not doing it. We're done. <laughs> uh, I'm not I'm not shitting in that anymore. No sir, not me. Um, and we cleaned it up immediately. Fixed there you the go. And like, just so you're like, cool. We've never let the cat box get out of control. Yep. Ever more, again. More heights and things for them to escape to. Don't scold them. Put them down if they don't want to be picked up. They're their own being. Okay. Let so, them sit on the tail of a broomstick sometimes. It reminds them of their natural habitat. Oh. You know, being behind witches. <laughs> um, you're you know, so proud of yourself. Which you do for take cats. her familiar on her broomstick with her? <laughs> it would just... Dude, Kiki's delivery service, the little black cat's on there the whole time. Is Kiki a witch? Yeah, that's the premise She's of the She's a delivery movie. service. I, I thought it By was being I thought a she witch. was a deliverer. <laughs> She's a, a witch carrier. deliverer. Should I watch Kiki's? You should watch Kiki's service? delivery. It's charming. Service. It's we on we HBO watched Max. it. We watched <laughs> it again. Yeah, it's really nice. It's it's fun. It's a older Miyazaki. It was made in the eighties. Um, but it's like it's sweet. Yes. It's wonderful. Right. Okay. On the topic of pets. Are we sure? God, I love my little puppy so much. He's just the sweetest little. She's the wonderfulest. But I fucking love her. So yes. no. Yes. <laughs> I'll I'll go I'll go with, with yes. yeah of course. Just push yeah. Because Jorge <laughs> sent me a cat pic today. Like oh my little work buddy. Okay okay like, yeah that Emily... happened so fast. Okay go ahead. Emily... You had to wait till someone else sent it first. No, That's Emily fine. You picture, still sent it. Sent a picture of tugboats and my work buddy, and I was like yeah I mean I also have this work buddy literally staring me mm-hmm. in the face right now. I gotta send a picture. <laughs> Just gotta send a pic. I don't have any choice in this matter. I woof my kitty. Meow, 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 meow. You can find us on our website, r-we-friends.com. Or on our Twitter and Instagram, at underscore r-we-friends, all one word. I have been your puppy-loving co-host, Taylor. I don't like it when you say puppy-loving. <laughs> I have been your co-co-host, Brian. And I'm still just worried. And we will gush about our pets next week. Woo! <laughs>